The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth shall pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to fiery Gethenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift at the altar. Go first and be reconciled with your brother and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge and the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Amen. I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. You've heard it said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better to lose one of your members than to have the whole body thrown into Gethana. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body go into Gethana. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife must give her a bill of divorce. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, unless the marriage is unlawful, causes her 
to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard it said to your ancestors, do not take a false oath, but make good to the Lord all that you vow. But I say to you, do not swear at all, not by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, for you cannot make a single hair white or black. Let your yes mean yes, and your no mean no. Anything more is from the evil one. The Gospel of the Lord. I'm very happy to be here amongst you today. Uh, Monsignor Jeffrey is a dear friend and my landlord, because <laughs> I live just over there, and uh, he offered for me to say Mass with you today, so I'm very grateful. My name is Father Peter uh, Devereux, I'm a Legionary of Christ, and I work at NC State. Have any of you heard of NC State? <laughs> They're not doing too well in their sports at the moment, but that's all right. There are more important things. And speaking of more important things, can, can you just believe what we've heard? All these incredible readings. It will be impossible for me in a short time to do justice. But, you know, the homily is not about me telling you what I've been thinking and praying over. It's really the homily is just like the, the doorway, the gateway for you to enjoy this day with the Lord, the day of rest, the day dedicated to him. And so he's nourishing our souls with these readings and preparing us for the week. So for what it's worth, I leave you with some simple thoughts and, and I encourage you just to continue that with the Holy Spirit. Let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Perhaps a very useful summary of all the readings we've heard today in this liturgy. We've come into Mass and we've, we've said sorry for our sins. Every Mass, you know, my fault, my fault, my most grievous fault. We are, we are sinners. If that's one thing Pope Francis has done is he has reminded us that we are sinners. Hands up, who thinks they are exempt from that one? <laughs> Nobody. There are plenty of angels here, but we don't see them. But they are here, and they are different to us. But we are made with flesh and blood and bones in our mind, and it's fallen. It's broken. That's why we come. We don't come because we're righteous, because we're better than everybody else. Right? And so why do we come? Here goes. So that was just like an introduction. But So for the last, uh, well, just a, a few weeks ago, I, I completed a 30-day retreat. So I went down to Mexico. So I spent 30 days in silence and prayer and discernment. 
And it just sort of comes through in the first reading, and I chose these words. Whichever he chooses shall be given to him. So on a 30-day retreat, when you're just in prayer and silence and reflection, you are discerning with the Lord who you are and where you're going. So every day I would sit down at 8.30, right after breakfast, with my spiritual director. Every day, for 30 days. After a few days, I was thinking, what am I going to say now? (laughs) But that's when the Lord begins to work, because you have to go deep. Because he's not saying anything. And really his question was always, what's going on now inside your soul? Let's, not, let's forget about week one that's already gone. Let's not worry about week three that's still to come. What the priest, there was a Jesuit, a very renowned Jesuit priest who was guiding us on this 30-day retreat. Think of this. He's, he has done it. He has directed the 30-day retreat 40 times. So he's really dedicated his life to this. And so you begin to ask, go say, what is the Lord Doing inside. And so you literally are discovering God's will revealing itself to you, like from here. Not from Him, but from your heart where God dwells. Then I experience these words close up God's wisdom, mysterious, hidden, and predetermined before the ages. So what's written inside of me, and I'm, I'm sharing this with you because you have to ask yourself the same questions. God's wisdom is mysterious, it's hidden, it's predetermined before all ages, and it's inside of you. Imagine that. Because that's where God dwells. We come to this beautiful temple because we're looking for God. St. Augustine would famously say, right, God, I was looking for you on the outside and all of the things that you created... And I realized that you were on the inside, not on the outside. So so when you do this 30-day retreat, all the distractions, all the things that clutter up our daily lives are taken away. You know, no cell phone, no computer, no Facebook, no Instagram, no, no messages, no texting, nothing. Right? So there's a bit of detox going on, I must admit. But our lives are cluttered with many things. And perhaps part of the effort that we need to make in this noisy world is to declutter. Take out that which is not essential. And time slowed down. For sure, time slowed down. Time went at a pace that you could actually feel yourself not hassled and hustled and busy, but just waking up, knowing exact, I knew exactly what I would be doing in every moment of the day. Also, during the 30-day retreat, my car was stolen. <laughs> so, Father Joshua came home, and he said, where's his car? So he realized that it was stolen, he reported it, And someone broke all the commandments, (laughs) right? 
And they left a trail of destruction because we actually found the car, or the police found the car a week later. So when you sin, when you go against God's commandments, what we've just read, it is collateral damage everywhere. And if that was and if that's the case in just something so trivial as a stolen car, imagine when we start breaking the commandments that affect our our moral life inside of us. The damage is untold. As As a priest, I'm a confessor. And so I can tell you firsthand that it's, that it is really something else to see the way the little guy downstairs diverts us from the truth in the subtle ways. And, and you, you get to the point where you don't even know you're sinning. You actually, if you keep going down that track, and I've met people like this, who believe that they are in fact God, that they have the power of life and death in their hands. So imagine the collateral damage that happens at that stage. And we have plenty of that going on around our world today. But that's not the message I want to leave with you because they found the car on the 24th of December. They called Father Joshua and they said, can you come and verify that this is the car you reported stolen? So there ensued an amazing amount of work on, the, on behalf of Father Joshua to get my car back up and running. I mean, you can't imagine. Everything was stolen inside. We didn't have a, a second set of keys. The tires were ruined. The registration was gone. Uh, and then so this, the, the, the mental gymnastics that he had to kind of work through to get that thing up and running again. In a little simple way, Father Joshua was representing for me God the Father who does all these things to repair the damage done. And, so, and for so many of you, that's the case. As parents, as grandparents, as aunts, as uncles, you're there to help repair the damage done. And it's a beautiful job, but it's not easy. Like, he spent hours and hours and hours, and his only thought was, I'd like to get the car back and running before he gets home. That's just pure goodness. So in the, se- in the second reading, those famous words of our amazing apostle Paul, we will experience in heaven when we get there, these are words that he didn't say, But our Lord said, in heaven we will learn to love one another as I have loved you. What ear has not heard, what eye has not seen, what we can't even begin to imagine what it's going to be like. So what's your takeaway? Mine is to pray for all of you this week. You know, it's beautiful to see you here. I'll be praying for Monsignor. For, for Deacon, thank you so much for being here and reading so beautifully the gospel. For Father Alapati, who lives over there, taking care of all of the sick. For the team, and just for all of you and your families. That's, that's on me. That's why I've left everything uh, behind to, to follow the Lord. And for you, what could it be? Think of something during this Mass that you will take away and say, that, that I'm going to do that. That's on me. 
come next Sunday. I won't walk through these doors looking for a freebie. I'll come and I'll give to God what I have given to him this week. And it's now with confidence we place our petitions for the Holy Father, for priests and bishops who work with him, that they will be guided by the love of the Holy Spirit, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For all families, especially parents, that today they will learn to love and guide their children. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For an increase in vocations from this parish, that men, young men and women, will open their hearts to listen to the voice of the Lord. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear Finally, those intentions you hold in the depths of your heart. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear Father in heaven, thank you for listening to our prayers. We know that you will answer them all according to your will, through Christ our Lord. Amen.